Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. We are back. Another week of the Fantasy Football Consistency Show. As usual, I'm your host, Bob Lung from DrRoto.com. Sitting right there on the other side of the screen is my good friend, Ron Rigney. Ron, good to have you back. Uh, we're heading towards week three already. Uh, time flies. We're having fun. Much better week for me this week. I hope it was for you as well. How's everything going? It was a little better. Not exactly where I wanted to be. It's like the, all the leagues that I won big in week one, I lost this week. But then the leagues that I lost in week one, I won this week. So it was kind of a reversal. I'd like yeah, for everything to go right in every league every week, but I know that's not going to happen. But, but I, I did have some – the wins I had were some pretty big ass kicking, so that's always a good time to really stomp some yeah. to the ground. Uh, but other than that, yeah, good day. Um, got to see my senior, my oldest son. He's a senior, and I got to go to his uh, one of his swim meets today. His relay team nice. placed first out of eighteen. So excellent, awesome. yeah. So had had a good day overall watching that. Beautiful day here, uh, hot day, but you know, ready to talk some consistency. We are, yeah. Today shifted from uh, about eighty-five yesterday to right now it's about sixty-two degrees, heading towards nice. forty-five tonight. Rain came through and uh, welcome to fall. Uh, and the funny thing is, it's officially the first day of fall. So um, we are we are following the uh, status quo here in Ohio. Um, like I said, the next couple of days is like 60, 65, getting back into the low 70s for the weekend, which is fine. I mean, I'm okay with that. But ours, ours, was pretty, ours was pretty, sim- pretty similar to that. We had, I think, like 94 today, and it's, it's, you know, it's all the way down to like 80 right now. So. Right, yeah, that's just your fall is 80 degrees. Yeah. yeah, first day of fall is 80. I got gotcha. you. Anyway, but yeah, we are going to talk consistency. Uh, I'm, I think I'm about 500 in almost every league. Like you said, flip-flop between what kicked ass last week, what didn't this week, Kings Classic, one and one in each one. So, uh, But I beat Fab, so that's always a good thing. Uh, I'm sure that didn't make him happy. And the funny thing was, is he was beating me 115 to 65 going into Monday night. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. TJ Hawkinson. And Quinton Cephas. There's your victory. Jacked up about 75 points combined. <laughs> so, yeah, I was sitting there uh, flipping back and forth. And every time I flipped, it was like, Aaron Jones got in the end again. <laughs> So, but of course he sucked the first week, so I, he kind of made up for it, but, uh, all right. So yeah, let's talk some consistency. Uh, as always, we're going to take a look at some guys who are so far starting off the year, at least two and two, two for two, a hundred percent consistency in the first two games at the quarterback position. That's are usually around 20 to 21 fantasy points in each game. Uh, right now there's about uh, 12 of them, 13 of them. Uh, so far through the first two weeks, um, which makes some sense. Again, we're kind of shooting for the top 12 each week during a clutch game. Um, sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. Last week, I think it was about 16 or 17. This week, I think it was like 11. So definitely a big difference. But uh, we're going to look take a look at guys who you know, maybe may or may not be on the waiver wire at this point. But there's certainly surprises of where they're at right now, both – the fact that they're 100% consistent and that where they're ranked in total points um, and who, you know, again, maybe a backup for somebody's team you can trade for, uh, maybe waiver wire, again, small leagues, maybe a 10-team type might be available, but just guys to keep an eye on because they're kind of surprising us. So 
Ron, why don't you start at the quarterback position? Uh, who's a guy that uh, you're kind of digging so far that's uh, kind of surprising some folks? I, I never I, thought I, that I would be in this position to talk about this guy and feel good <laughs> about it. And I wrote about him in my sit start this week. He's got a cake matchup, and he's looked so far really, really consistent. He's two for two in clutch games, and that's our guy Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones yeah. for the Giants. And, 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 and when you look at his stat sheet – He's not blowing you off the page, but there's a couple things that really stick out that I really like. And the main thing that I see from him is he has not thrown an interception yet. He has not thrown a pick yet. He's played tough in a couple games, played super tough on Thursday night against a Washington team that, right. in, that in that back end. Yeah, that front seven's pretty scary, but that back end isn't as scary as we, as we kind of thought it would be. And so you're, it looks like you're able to throw the ball on them a little bit, but he's thrown for you know, in the mid 200s, both times, I'd like to see him complete a little bit, a few more of his passes. He He's, you know, sitting at 22 for 32 last game, 22 for 37 first game. So maybe he's taking sacks. Maybe he's throwing it away when, when there's, there's, there's bad things happening, but he's got a, a little bit of an upgraded cast around him. He's been without Evan Ingram. So, you know, not that we're super high on Evan Ingram, but when he comes back, that's going to add another weapon. His overall quarterback rating this year is 96, which is way better than his 84.9 career mark. He's got a cake matchup against a terrible Falcons secondary coming up this week, so I like him a lot coming up this week. But I, I don't think you can say enough about how Danny Dimes is playing for your fantasy team. He's, like I said, I think he's more of, like you said, a backup, maybe a deeper league guy, definitely a 2QB league guy or a super flex. But he's, he's played very, very well, and I think he on our consistency chart, uh, he's the number six guy there, and I never would have expected mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and the other thing, too, and I, and I think this probably also speaks to him making better decisions with the football. He's also tucking and running a lot more. Last game, I think he had, what, 91 yards rushing? So, you know, he is definitely, uh, you know, being a more complete player. Um, and maybe this is the year that uh, he, he does that. So we'll see if he keeps going. Like you said, great matchup this week against the Falcons. Definitely, if you have him on your team – uh, you may think twice about whether or not you're starting, you know, uh, a Ryan Tannehill or a Joe Burrow or, you know, somebody like that. You might want to put Danny Dimes in. This might be a great week to put him in, especially and, and, and in addition to that 95 yards rushing eight on Thursday night. He does have a rushing TD in both games as well. So there you go. Right. You so go. scoring points uh, in different ways. Um, like you said, maybe not setting the world on fire passing wise, but being a complete player. So, um, you know. Nothing wrong with that. The guy I'm going to pick, and uh, probably the same thing. I mean, this guy, talk about getting no love. I mean, you know, I bragged a lot about Derek Carr, had a lot of love for him and my undervalued and the consistency guy. You know, I'm not going to talk about him other than to say he's fifth in total points, also 100% consistent. Definitely another one of those guys to look uh, look at if you're looking for trade uh, or uh, getting a good solid backup, um, maybe even becoming your starter. But the guy that I don't think anybody talked about in any kind of positive manner in the offseason was Jared Goff. Uh, but he's come out in two straight games. Uh, you know, the first game was against a decent defense. I mean, they were playing San Francisco. I mean, everybody was kind of like, oh, you know, Bosa's back. And this team was so good two years ago whenever they were healthy. Uh, but, man, he just shredded them that first game. And then come back against Green Bay. He actually looked really good in the first half, but then the rain came, and it just kind of, no pun intended, <laughs> washed him up. Uh, he was fumbling the balls, dropping the bumble, and he was trying to throw. Uh, he just seemed to lose, you know, lose it in that second half. But still, he's in two clutch games. He's currently 10th in total points. Um, you know, he's ahead of Matt Stafford. He's ahead of 
Prescott. He's ahead of Josh Allen, uh, Justin Herbert in total points, and a consistency. So uh, this week, he gets Baltimore. Again, Baltimore, while on paper has sounded like they're good, their, their pass defense has not been good. They're 28th in giving up fantasy points two quarterbacks through the first two games so could be another good week for Goff. um hopefully the weather stays good for him uh because the uh, i think they are but they are playing home they are playing home so they're inside so he's good uh so definitely i like Derek Goff as a potential another clutch game this week could be three and three uh him and and uh, danny dimes so uh good good picks there all right let's move on to the running back position uh, again you know, uh, it's about about 11 points a game in a PPR format uh, to get a clutch game. So going two for two is, you know, still pretty impressive. I mean, right now, again, there's about 22 to 23 uh, perfectly consistent running backs for the first two weeks. Uh, some have been up and down, certainly Aaron Jones, and it was now third in total points. Uh, did not do very well in week one. Week two, of course, bounced back with about 40 out of those 45. So He's at 50%, even though he's third in total points. So it's, it's going to happen. But, uh, Ron, tell us uh, who you kind of like as a surprise guest here in the perfectly consistent, and uh, but who you may also be like, mm, I think this is a guy I could keep going forward with um, if I've got him, and maybe uh, definitely as, my, as your starter, uh, as an RB2, flex, whatever position you want to put him in. Well, the guy I'm going to talk about is a, a guy that we used to be super high on. He kind of disappeared a little bit over the last maybe about season and a half, and he's kind of mm -hmm. burst back on the scene a little bit. He's not setting the world on fire, but I think he's an ideal flex play, and I, I talk about that a lot, how important those flex plays are, especially mm -hmm. if you have multiple ones in your league, and that's James White. And I think we see James White getting back to the James White of old, catching the ball out of the backfield, getting a handful of carries, and, and, and making them meaningful. And I think that that has a lot to do with Mac Jones, has a lot to do with Bill Belichick in that system, the two tight ends, the running backs. I, I think they're going to want to get James White extremely involved, and I think it's going to be out of necessity with having a rookie quarterback back there. And, and when you look at the numbers that James White has put up, he's, he, he, you know, he's kind of like what I was saying with Daniel Jones. You're not, they're not jumping off the page and smacking you in the face, but it's also you know, when you get six catches for 49 yards out of your flex spot, you know, that's six points, points for the reception. Yeah, that's, that's 11 yeah. and then add in a few rushing yards. He scored a rushing TD last week along with six right. catches for 45 yards. That's exactly what you want out of that flex spot, anywhere between that 10 and 15 points. And I think he's going to be a pretty safe bet for that. Might be a little bit more challenging this week with the Saints. I'm not really sure exactly what the Saints are on offense or defense, but I think that no matter what the defense is, I think you're going to see James White involved early. I think you're going to see him involved often. And I think that five, six catches for 50 yards is going to be his floor this season. And anything you get as far as touchdowns, anything you get as far as rushing yards is going to be a bonus from here on out. Yeah, definitely. I, I like him a lot. Uh, I, I wish I would have probably drafted him more than I did. Um, and I think we all drafted him based on what we saw last year with Cam Newton. I mean, if we'd known that Mac Jones was going to be the guy from day one, I probably would have put a little more faith into James White because you knew that, one, James White was going to get a few more rushing touchdowns. Two, he's going to see the ball more often near the end zone, where in the past it was, all right, Cam's it's within the five. We know what's going to happen. Cam's going to try and run it three times himself to score a touchdown that's not there anymore um so yeah no it's uh definitely if you if you did draft him good for you good call on that one uh the guy i'm gonna go with is you know a guy that got zero love all summer long i had him as one of my undervalued running backs he's still getting zero love and yet all he's doing is he's perfectly consistent and 
He's also right there in the top 24 in total points. And that's Mike Davis. Uh, you know, Mike has definitely been one of those guys that uh, has worked hard. Uh, he's, you know, he, nope, Atlanta didn't go out after anybody. Um, and so, you know, he's definitely been pulling the load. Now, Cordell Patterson's been stealing a few carries, definitely had a great week last week. He's actually 10th now in total points. Uh, but Mike Davis is doing enough to be consistent, and that's all that matters. So, all right, we're going to move on to the wide receiver position. Uh, Ron, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the guy you have at wide receiver that you think will be able to make an impact this year, who has made an impact through the first two weeks, and you think may continue to do that? I'm selecting a guy that's completely out of left field that I don't think anybody really had on their radar. I know I definitely didn't, and he's come up with a couple of big games. And it's kind of been out of necessity for what that offense has had to do, and that's K.J. Osborne. And you might be saying, who? K.J. Osborne, <laughs> the number three receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. And, you know, you never would have thought he would be mentioned along with Justin Jefferson, along with Adam Thielen, but he's right there. He's actually got one more clutch game thus far than Justin Jefferson does. So – in two weeks, he's seven for 76 week one, five for 91 and a score in week two. And it just looks like, and I wrote about Kirk Cousins in my stardom sit this week over at drroto.com. And I wrote about how Kirk Cousins has really played well and he's having to throw out of that defense, not being able to stop anybody. They've lost their first two games by a combined total of four points in the first two weeks. And it's mm-hmm. no fault of the, it's no fault of that passing offense at all. And I think they're going to have to keep that up. And it looks like KJ Osborne is that guy that's going to emerge as that third target, you know, they're without, uh, you know, they're, they, they thought they were going to have Irv Smith at tight end. I thought maybe Chris Herndon might give him a little bit there so far that hasn't quite worked out. So they've really had to have that third guy step up just out of necessity. And, and that's been uh, KJ Osborne. And, and, you know, you see where he's ranked on, on our, uh, on our clutch ratings. You know, he is the, let me see if I can find him here. He's our number 20th right now. Number 20, points, yeah. Number 20 in total points. I mean, you know, you were kind of mentioning some guys before that, you know, your picks are ahead of K.J. Osborne has more total points than Keenan Allen, T. Higgins, Stephon Diggs, Justin right. Jefferson. I don't think anybody was going to say see that. Now, do I expect that to be the norm? No, those guys are going to get theirs and they're going to pick right. it up. But, I mean, for a guy that you're plucking off of waivers right now, because I don't know about you, Bob, but in my leagues, there's nothing on waivers to add week no. to week. <laughs> he's, 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 like that, he's that main guy that was there to add this week. So if you can yeah. get him as one of those multiple flex plays, like kind of like I said with James White, I think he's going to end up paying some pretty good dividends for you. You might see a little bit of streakiness. He may not be ultra consistent the whole season, but I think he's going to produce more more often than not, especially for that ideal flex spot, kind of like I talked about with James White. Yeah, like you said, they're definitely their defense is just horrid. They cannot stop anybody. Um, right now, they have the number four, number uh, twenty, and number twenty-six wide receiver in total fantasy points. Those three combined, so uh, definitely. Uh, a force to be reckoned with. And yeah, KJ Osborne, definitely a great pickup. Might have to spend some serious fab money on it. Cause like you said, there isn't much else out there to, uh, to be bidding on. That's for sure. Rondell Moore, maybe, but he was kind of last week's angel. Um, but we'll see. Um, the guy I have is a guy again, uh, that just like Mike Davis, I had as my, one of my undervalued wide receivers and he's doing exactly what I thought he would be. And that's Brandon cooks from Houston. Uh, you know, Tyrod Taylor is a decent quarterback. Yes, they did lose him this week in the game in Cleveland. Uh, so it's now Davis Mills time. So, uh, you know, we're talking Kobe off the uh, the suicide watch line right now between uh, 
all of the problems that Texans are having. But I know he likes Davis Mills, so maybe he's actually celebrating over it. But uh, he still threw a touchdown, I think, to Brandon Cooks after he took over. Uh, I definitely was throwing to him quite a bit. Through the first two weeks, he's perfectly consistent. He's ninth in total points. As you said before, he's ahead of D-Hop. He's ahead of Godwin. He's ahead of C.D. Lamb, Terry McLaurin. So, you know, he is getting the targets. He is the Allen Robinson for the Houston Texans. They are targeting the crap out of this guy. And for good reason. He's the best wide receiver they have by far. He gets open. Um, it's kind of hard not to. So definitely has been a great value for me. He's been uh, helping me in a lot of leagues. So uh, Brandon Cooks, I believe, will continue that. This week, uh, the, the uh, Texans are going off to Carolina. A little bit better defense. Certainly, Carolina's looked good in the first couple games. But I still feel like, you know, if Carolina gets a big lead, they're still going to have to throw the ball a lot. And Brandon Cooks will get a lot of garbage time as well. So, all right, let's move onward to the tight end position. Uh, as expected, as we see all the time, it's only been two weeks. And we're already down to only six perfectly consistent tight ends. You know that you can name at least two of them off the top of your head, Kelsey and Waller. Uh, there is three, four others, uh, Gronk, TJ Hawkinson, which pretty much everybody was counting on, Noah Fant, pretty much we're counting on, and Logan Thomas, which everybody was counting on. So, you know, basically Gronk is the one surprise, maybe Logan Thomas to some, but why don't you tell us who you, you have picked for your favorite guy here through the first couple of weeks and going forward. Yeah, I mean, it's not really, like you said, it's not really a surprise here. You know who these guys are. And I, I, I think our listeners can name more than three. I think they can name them all. But I'm right. going to go with Logan Thomas. You know, Logan Thomas is a guy that I have either, if I waited on tight end, if I wasn't able to get Kelsey as my first-round pick, I've got either Logan Thomas or Robert Tanya, and it's like clockwork. And so easily out of those two, Thomas has been the more consistent option. You know, I referenced the, the Thursday night game against the Giants before, and one thing I, I, that I saw about that game is I, I, I think Taylor Heineke is a nice little quarterback. I'm anxious to see what he does with mm-hmm. this opportunity to start because he could end up being, maybe being the guy. Who knows? But I did like the fact that he targeted Logan Thomas seven times. He grabbed five of those 45 yards. He didn't get in the end zone. He about had one there at the end. It ended up going to Ricky Seals-Jones, but he caught five of those for 45 yards. Now, yet again, you're not getting Travis Kelsey-type numbers, but no. you know, for, for a guy that you waited quite a bit to get, Five catches for for 50 yards, that's 10 points. If he adds that touchdown like we need him to get, you know, a lot of those weeks, that's good 16, 17 points in, in, a, in a PPR. So I, I'm, I'm okay with that. But, you know, we, we talk about tight end every year and how it's just such a just such a crap show, and that's mm-hmm. what it's going to end up being. And, and, you know, we're probably only going to end the year. I don't know. Kelsey may be the last man standing when it comes to guys that are perfectly consistent because I don't think that it's going to be uh, six guys up there with 100% no. for, for long. Maybe Hawkinson if he stays healthy. He's yeah, maybe of, Hawkinson uh, based on the number of targets and Waller, the number of targets they get per game. Yeah. That'd be the yeah, only two that might, you know, but total points, probably not. Yeah, so I'm going to go with because so. he's the only other guy that uh, we I think nope, somebody we're all kind of surprised by. But are we? I mean, here's the thing. It's not a question of whether we're surprised by Gronk scoring a lot of points. We know that that's going to happen because of Brady. The question is, is he going to make it through 17 games? That's the real key. Right right now he's healthy. Right now he's playing well. But, you know, two months from now, is he, you know, is his back going to go? Is, you know, so we'll see. I mean, definitely I have Gronk in one of my Kings Classic Leagues. And, again, you know, he's been saving me, uh, you know, every week because the other guy I drafted was Kaseki. 
who uh, was not. And I, for the funny thing, of course, is I drafted Kaseki long before I drafted even Gronkowski. I got him as like my backup. So um, thank goodness I was smart enough to grab Gronk as my backup. But um, but like you said, yeah, tight ends are just a mess. I mean, Kaseki's doing nothing. Um, you know, Tyler Higby has done nothing really. Hunter Henry, uh, uh, Gerald Everett, people were high on Blake Jarwin. Uh, it's just a mess. You know, John Smith now is hurt, I think. Heck, Jack Doyle actually had a pretty good game this past week. Jared Cook hasn't been bad. Uh, Tanyan had his first good game last week. I think that'll be fine. I think Tanya will be up there in that 60 70% consistency by the end of the year. I definitely like him. You know, Kyle Pitts is eighth in total points. He's only got one clutch game. Kittle is 10th. Uh, hasn't been much going on there. Um, that's been real Debo Samuel game, game by game. Um, we hope Kittle will get back in the swing. I didn't draft much of Kittle, so I don't care. But I know there's people who did, so <laughs> we, we hope that that call kicks in. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a messy situation, isn't it? So, all right, so there's our picks for, you know, this upcoming week. Certainly, we'll be back every week with this update. Now, if you want to see this information, don't forget, as a subscriber to drroto.com, you can see the consistency report. You can download this into Excel, sort it however you want by clutch games, percentage, uh, you know, all that kind of great stuff. And it's there for you as a subscriber. You just go to the consistency report. There's kind of an intro article there. And then the link is at the bottom of the page. It'll take you right to the report. Here's the great thing. You can put in whatever scoring method you use. Are you PPR, non-PPR, half PPR? Whatever it is, you can go in and put in your scoring method. And it shows you who are the most consistent players in your league under your scoring method. So definitely check that out, drroto.com. Uh, use promo code Bob and you save 10%. So make sure you do that. So Ron, tell everybody what else you got going on this week um, and uh, Twitter, all that kind of great stuff. And then we'll uh, take it out of here. Always at the real Monday on Twitter. You can find me there to fire any questions you got over there. I'll get to them as quick as I can. Uh, you can find my sit start for week three over at drroto.com. You'll see a couple of giants in there. Uh, I'm not as high on Brandon Cooks this week as you are. I don't know Ooh. what we're going to see out of that. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, what no, Carolina's pretty tough. Week. We'll see. I'm a, yeah, I'm actually kind of intrigued by this Thursday night matchup. Doesn't look too good on paper, but I'm looking forward to it. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, of course, you got Colby Conway and myself doing consistently cashing this week. Colby went two for two again with his lineups last week. So he is a perfect four for four on the season. So nice job, Colby. I missed my, I think it was my fan duel lineup mm. because of Jarvis Landry getting hurt. Mm, injury, yeah. there. But I did take another combo, couple combinations and I cashed in the Millie Maker with two lineups of guys we wrote. Nice. Not going to count it though, because it's not the one I put in the article. So I'm going to, I'm going to give myself a three for four, but, <laughs> but I'll you're take still a winner. That's what's important. Seven. Hey, thank you. That, my mom used to tell me that all the time too. So that means a lot. <laughs> you're always a winner. Uh, so, yeah, so went th at three for four right now with the ones we put in the article. We might be switching it up a little bit for the for the pod this week. We're kind of discussing a, a little different little different format with something we might do with that. So stay tuned for that. But that'll be up this weekend. So hopefully we'll keep rolling and hopefully Colby will be perfect six for six at the end of the weekend. Hopefully I can get off the Schneid and get both lineups to cash this week. But hopefully we'll give you some sort of combination that will give you some cash in those cash games. I say 88%, seven out of eight in the first two weeks. That's pretty impressive, gentlemen. So good job there. Uh, obviously, utilizing the consistency method and, and the information we were telling you about here, but to play DFS cash games so you can have those higher floors 
to make sure that you win some cash each week. Of course, you can find me. The Consistency Report uh, article is just out today. That's there discussing a lot of the stuff we talked today, but also some other interesting tidbits of players from the past two weeks. Uh, Colby and I will be doing the Monkey Night Fight, both article and podcast this Friday and Saturday, so you can watch both of those. Those are all free, so that's great. Uh, I know Colby's winning some money. I can't play because I live in Ohio, but uh, he's winning some money for me uh, in in those lineups and and choices that we've been putting out there. Uh, And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Bob underscore Lum. Uh, And don't forget, like I said, come and subscribe. Get to the Consistency Report uh, and learn all that kind of great information about the consistency in your league to help you make those sit start and other decisions so for ron rigney i'm bob lung everybody have a great week take care god bless we'll talk to you soon thanks for stopping by the office get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com and until the next visit be well and take care